This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops, and I'll take questions. I'm going to be seeing you all a little later this afternoon. I'm not taking any questions right now. Thank you very much. Can you say when you expect prices to get back to normal, Mr. President? I hope by the end of next year, much closer. But I can't make that prediction. I just, I'm convinced they're not going to go up. I, uh, he's convinced. Uh, you know, if you can't uh, take his word uh, for it, whose word can you take? You know, he's Lunch Bucket Joe, after all. For crying out loud. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Yeah, FTX founder and the Democrats' second largest donor. His testimony uh, now uh, postponed, delayed. Jeffrey Epstein's testimony was postponed and delayed as well. Uh, If this guy, you know, he ought to hire private security to come into the prison and keep a close eye on him because Hillary Clinton might come in with a mustache and and a nightstick, if you know what I mean, into the prison. Absolutely crazy. But that was Joe Biden. I don't know if you caught that. Joe Biden said... Uh, I'm going to take questions. And then in the next sentence, he said, I'm not going to take questions. And then he took a question. <laughs> All right? Actually, we have a, like a short version of that one because that, <laughs> that's classic Joe Biden. This guy's brain is so broke. She's a broke, has a brain. It's a no good. That brain, she no work. Man, oh, Matashevitz. Uh Joe Biden saying that uh, it just a uh, short time ago at the White House. He's going to take questions. He's not going to take questions. Then he takes a question. I'll take questions. I'm going to be seeing you all a little later this afternoon. I'm not taking any questions right now. Thank you very much. Can you say when you expect prices to get back to normal, Mr. President? I hope. There he goes. See, he's going to take questions. He's not going to take questions. Then he takes uh, questions because he doesn't remember what he said just a moment ago. Honestly. Speaking of Democrats... Uh, occasionally Democrats end up in the Navy SEALs. It, uh, it happens, not very often. But if you uh, caught the Tucker Carlson program on the Fox News channel last night, uh, which actually I did not, but I had to go back and uh, research it because I was reading about it, a uh, remarkable story of a Navy SEAL, now former Navy SEAL, named Chris Beck. Chris Beck is kind of famous in uh, Navy SEAL circles because Chris Beck left the Navy SEALs and uh, became transgender, became a transgender person. And uh, God bless him. 
you know, bless his heart. And Chris Beck became a transgender person. And now Chris Beck has decided that that was a really bad idea. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm slapping my forehead with the heel of my hand. And Michael did at the same time, uh, sitting right across from me. Uh, it was an uncomfortable. like, oh, I can't believe I uh, severed my genitalia and became a lady. That was, what was I thinking? That was crazy. Right? And now the, uh, the headline, detransitioning. See, this is a new, uh, it's the wave of the present. Detransitioning Navy SEAL speaks out. Warns against children rushing into treatment. Chris Beck rips those who push transgender and transition surgeries as an ideology. He calls it an ideology, and it is. It's a political movement, and the Democrats are behind it, and they're after your children because they've got a lot of issues. A retired Navy SEAL who came out as transgender a decade ago before announcing his detransition in recent days spoke out to uh, Fox News about the process and why children should not rush or be rushed into making life-altering medical decisions. Seems like uh, good, good advice. Chris Beck, who had for a time been known as Christina Beck. Well, naturally. Excuse me, Kristen. Not, not Christina. I added an A. Kristen Beck told Tucker Carlson tonight on Monday night that uh, he's not at all political, he said, nor is he opposed to or critical of transgender people. He told host Tucker Carlson he uh, wants potential transitioners. This is uh, like a new uh, toy for kids at Christmas time. You got the new transitioners to slow down. You move too fast. You got to make your genitals last now. And for doctors to uh, take a full grasp of what they are doing. Now, we, uh, we have some audio for you. Because Chris Beck, as I just said, was on the Tucker Carlson show last night. And uh, Chris Beck, now former Navy SEAL and transgender uh, man who became the lady. It's kind of like, you know, he watched that, um, that movie G.I. Jane uh, too many times, I think. You know, <laughs> with, uh, you know, what's her name? Demi Moore. Yeah, Demi. De- it's not Demi Moore. It's Demi. Demi Moore. Uh, and uh, she got a haircut and... Uh, they had the garden hose thing, and, and everybody was real mean, but uh, she was tough, so she's Navy SEAL. And uh, that was one of the dumbest movies in the history of the world. There have been a lot of dumb movies. That was one of the dumbest movies in the history of the world. Demi Moore as a romp and stomp in Navy SEAL, right? <laughs> you know? Uh, you go to the Navy SEALs, you have to do more than an elliptical trainer. <laughs> more than that. So here's uh, Chris Beck, now former, they say retired Navy SEAL, who uh, became something of a lady and then decided, what the heck was I thinking, Chris Beck? It's, it's becoming something where it's being pushed in schools and young teenagers are having surgeries because it's saying they're transgender. It's an affirmation. Once a teenager walks into an office, even if the parents are saying no, that doctor can override that. And that's a problem. That is a problem. That's uh, definitely problematic. We had a story... Uh, Earlier this week, about the uh, the kids and the schools and the and the uh, maybe it was even last week the kids and the schools and how they were recommending oh it was that uh, kids book American Girl book that's what it was that American Girl company uh, puts out books 
and they put out a book um, instructing kids on how to, on how to, um, you know, get around your parents, on how to get around your parents when you want to have uh, drugs that will help you transition your, your, uh, you know, gender. And the American Girl books are sending the little kids to groups that will help you circumvent your parents, little girls and little boys, so they can change genders. And that seems like a good idea to some people somewhere who obviously have issues, issues. All right, Chris Beck, uh, last night on the, um, on the Tucker Carlson Show. I don't want this to be political. And I don't want transgender people to be harmed. But if you're doing this to kids, that's wrong. That doesn't seem like a radical statement. But to Democrats, that's considered to be a bad thing. You know, like transphobia or homophobia or some kind of phobia, which is a medical condition and an irrational fear. Uh, Chris Beck talking about uh, the kids. They also start doing them on hormone blockers and all kinds of other hormone things puberty blockers, everything else. It sterilizes these kids. So we're going to have all these children in five or ten years who are being told one side of this story, and they're going, well, that's me, because they're not being told stories like mine. They're not being told stories like so many other people who have detransitions. And the truth is it is a new trend, um, this detransitioning trend. But the Democrats have made it trendy. The Democrat Party... And, and they're, uh, they're abusing children on an epic scale, on a scale I think n- never before seen in human history. Well, you know, since uh, you know, the Aztecs had mass child human sacrifices. But, um, but that's basically what this is, is a mass child human sacrifice on the altar of the Democrat Party's twisted sexual and gender agenda. Now, you're 18 years old. You want to, you know, oh, look, I feel like I'm uh, trapped in a whatever. You know, God bless you. I, I wish you nothing but the best. But when you start messing with children and you, and you institutionalize the stuff in schools and you have programs and ways of working around parents, and like Melissa Harris-Perry on MSNBC, we have to stop thinking of children as being the property of the parents and more of the collective so that the Democrats, you know, it takes a village to turn your boy into a girl. And uh, and if Hillary Clinton is your prison guard, you're in trouble. Sorry, just a, it's another subject altogether. Uh, Chris Beck saying, hey, look, I'm, I'm not like the bad guy here. I'm just trying to, you know, leave the kids alone. They hide the fact that I even exist. They also say that I hate transgender people. I don't hate transgender people. There's a lot of my friends. What I care about is people. I want people to slow down. I want these doctors to see what they're doing. Yeah, the doctors, it seems like the doctors and the kids in school and and uh, American Girl, which should be investigated by the Justice Department, but they're too busy uh, stopping, you know, Sam Bankman-Fried from testifying before Congress under oath today because Republicans might have some questions for him. By the way, he put out his opening statement, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried put out his opening statement, uh, which he calls testimony, but that's without, without the question and answer part. Uh, Chris Beck. If doctors would be honest and give the entire story, then I wouldn't even be on here right now. I would have gone about my life quietly. 
I would have been on my farm. You never would have heard from me. Detransitioning. You transition, and that's what the word transition means now, right? That's It's like pride, the word pride. There's no American pride. There's no personal pride. There is only gay pride because the Democrat Party um, has secured information dominance. And when you're transitioning, that doesn't mean you're going from high school to college. It means that you're changing genders, right? Also, I love this. Michael Pierce and I were laughing the other day talking about a high school in Baltimore that was a college preparatory high school. <laughs> I was like, I thought all high schools were college preparatory high school. Wasn't that the whole point of high school, to prepare you for for college? No? No, it's, a, it's to prepare you for prison? Because the Democrats, that's, uh, that's uh, what they do. That's uh, what do they do. Reminds me of the Texas teacher. You remember the, the uh, Texas teacher? This one is, I think, the only one that we can cite that actually lost her job uh, because when a uh, teenager in class uh, denounced child molestation, the teacher jumped in to defend child molesters. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Yeah, don't, don't judge people. Is it judge or criticize? Yeah, don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. I think that I will continue to judge people based on that because that's a vile criminal sexual assault on a child. And you're a sick, sick woman and a school teacher. Well, no more. She'll probably get a job uh, in California or something teaching school again. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, and in Illinois, January 1st, no more bail. They got no more bail. It's effective January 1st. There's a funny thing there. I was talking to my friend Vince in Chicago. Funny thing in uh, Illinois. You know, they've, uh, they've got uh, an election on February 28th. And on January 1st, no more cash bail. And so, you know, you can be loose to vote for the Democrats. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. And also we had the teacher in Chicago, speaking of child sexualization, the teacher at the uh, school in Chicago that um, was handing out sex toys and and profoundly offensive devices to the children, the underage children in school, and and you don't you know you don't hear Joe Biden talking about this. You don't hear the Democrat members of Congress in Illinois talk. You don't even hear the Republicans talking about it. So I've been the dean for four years. During Pride, we do a Pride Week every year, and I had um, I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. There you go. Seems like good instruction. You know, it's a, I, I learned different things in high school. I uh, honestly did. Um, also, this is the same school, $40,000 a year private school in Chicago. They have affinity groups that exclude white people. And this is perfectly normal Democrat Party stuff in 2022. They're racist. They're child sexual predators. And that's mainstream. That's perfectly mainstream stuff. Uh, and are oh, we got an update on the after-school Satan Club, too, because that's another Democrat Party thing, especially around the holidays. The holidays are here, you know. Uh, you can achieve gift-giving greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. 
The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together specially curated gift packages to help take the, guess, the guesswork out of gifting this holiday time and uh, make you a holiday hero with your family and friends and your people at work. Michael Piercy got his father, sent him the Chris Plant uh, ha- Omaha Steaks. He just told me this morning. He got it yesterday. Came home. He's like, Omaha Steaks on my front porch. And his father sent them. Your father is a good man and a wise man. Just go to omahasteaks.com to take advantage of the 50% off site-wide. Plus, you use the code PLANT, P-L-A-N-T-E, at checkout. Get an additional $40 off your order. You can thank me later. Listen, mouth-watering favorites, all kinds of great stuff. Filet, chicken breast, and burgers. And Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Use the the promo code PLANT at checkout, and you're going to get 50% off the whole site plus $40 off because you hang with me. A minimum order may be required. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Michael got his uh, pack on his front doorstep yesterday. He was very excited. He thought maybe I sent it. I hadn't. His father had. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. All right, uh, speaking of the Democrats and Christmas time, the after-school Satan Club was debated hotly at a school board meeting in, uh, in Virginia yesterday. Same location where the mass murderer uh, at the Walmart, right, uh, said that he was led by Satan. Now the after-school Satan Club is, uh, is in town. And uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to Glenn calling from Mannheim, Pennsylvania, Glenn, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. I thoroughly enjoy your show. I try to get you every day. You lift my spirits more than you probably will ever know. Mm-hmm. Your euphemisms, cliches are just outrageous. But uh, <laughs> I, think, I figured you'd have something about John Fetterwoman, about his uh, stylish dress, you know, ZZ Top, sharp-dressed man. Ladies go crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, what you're referring to is that the New York Times has declared him. What do they uh, call Michael? Like what are the he's one of the best dressed. And who else do they have? They've got the New York Times declared John Fetterman, who could play Quasimodo, uh, the hunchback (laughs) of Notre Dame without makeup. And the New York Times (laughs) declared him to be one of the most stylish people in America, not just politics. Stylish. And, and, and who I else? Like, oh, and Ayanna like Presley. The- it, it is, they're insane. They're insane, Glenn. They're mental cases. This is the Chris Plant Show. Now, I can think of uh, just about nothing that would be more absurd than John Fetterman making the New York Times list of most stylish people. He looks like he fell from a 40-story building and landed on his head. He's got uh, something on the back of his neck that is, uh, you know, it's, I know it's not a goiter because that would be in front, but he has this huge thing on the back of his neck, uh, physical deformity. Uh, you know, God, God bless him, bless his heart, doing a lot of that today, bless his heart stuff. But he's got this thing. He is, to call him handsome, would be 
you know, unfair to Uncle Fester. Man, he's the farther, and he wears, and then we're talking uh, most stylish. He wears uh, a hoodie with his hands stuck in the pockets with a T-shirt, and he wears uh, ill-fitting khaki pants, and I think he wears, like, scuba flip-flops or something. I mean, I don't know what kind of footwear he sports, but to call him, I mean, it's just the propaganda machine is completely out of control. What have uh, you got there? Where? There. Oh, that's a goiter. Poor fella. I, uh, I Honestly, he is, he is the anti the anti-stylish leader, not just in the Senate, not just in politics, but like for American males everywhere. He's the opposite of style. And then they threw in uh, Ayanna Presley because she's a radical left, racist, Democrat member of Congress. She's an anti-Semite too, right? I, I, I have trouble keeping all their anti-Semites uh, straight. Ayanna Presley and, and Ilhan Omar and so many of them are racist and anti-Semites. You know, they're all uh, being racist is perfectly acceptable with the New York Times, as long as you're the right race, right? Um, then it's fine. But uh, Senator-elect John Fetterman, D. Pennsylvania, and Representative Ayanna Presley, D. Mass, were included in the New York Times list of the 93 most stylish people of the year. First of all, how do you come up with uh, 93 as a number? You might have the top 100, you might have the top 10, you might have the top 50. But the top 93 must be uh, part of their cult, and we don't understand. The diverse list of 2022's most fashionable includes a, a typical host of celebrities from Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, and Harry Styles, but some less likely candidates. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, John Fetterman who uh, honestly could be in a horror movie with no makeup. <laughs> but he's the because when you're a Democrat, you know, that's pretty amazing stuff. You may remember that uh, Kamala Harris has a stepdaughter, and um, she could play in Schindler's List as uh, one of the camp survivors without changing a thing. And she is a high-fashion model. She's an international model. And they declared her to be a beautiful fashion model when it looks like, you know, if she were my daughter, I'd rush her to the hospital and put a feeding tube down her throat uh, to try to save her life. She's emaciated and uh, looks horribly unhealthy. But they put uh, somebody's colorful clothes on her, and she poses like this. Eh, eh. And they take pictures of her and say, oh, isn't she beautiful? Well, no, not exactly. No, not if I understand the meaning of that word. No. And uh, Fetterman being stylish. <laughs> you know, leave Viana Presley out of it, but that's just for political reasons um, that they chose her. Fetterman, that is, that's like uh, knee-slapping funny. That is, that couldn't be more absurd. So they got that going for him. Also, did you see the Democrats um, in uh, Michigan? Detroit School Board votes to remove Dr. Ben Carson's name from a public high school. Dr. Ben Carson um, came from very modest beginnings, uh, rose, thanks to his mother and his own hard work, to become a world-renowned pediatric brain surgeon. That is, uh, you know, brain surgeries on uh, children. And so 
the Democrats, and then he became a uh, senior government official, a cabinet secretary. And the Democrats are so mental that they hate so much and so many people. How do they keep it straight? Well, really, they don't have to keep it straight. They just hate everybody, and then they're good to go. Dr. Ben Carson's name will be scrubbed from a Detroit public high school after the school board voted in favor of removal last month because they're racists. The move came after 80% of the 1,500 people surveyed said that they supported changing the name. Carson said he's not surprised. I'm sure that's true. It's uh, cancel culture is alive and well, Dr. Ben Carson said. It's uh, infiltrating. Um, It's um, um, political correctness, wokeness, cancel culture. This is going to destroy us as a nation if we don't get a grip on it. That's uh, pretty much what Elon Musk said the other day, too. And the media is attacking Elon Musk. If there's a school named after him, they're going to strip that off, too. Carson says cancel culture has targeted him, but uh, he never considers himself a victim. That's because he's an American and he's a conservative. Born into poverty, raised in a single mother household, went on from inner city Detroit to Yale University, becoming one of the most influential neurosurgeons of a generation. And then a cabinet secretary. But the Democrat Party is burning the world to the ground. Because that's what they do. They burn the world to the ground. Speaking of these insane people, the uh, mediaites most influential in news media 2022. They've got the uh, media. They decide who's the most influential. The New York Times says Fetterman is the most uh, stylish. So, you know, it's a goiter fashion. Goiter as high fashion. Pretty amazing stuff. And the most influential media people of 2022. It's mostly about um, bitterness, to be, to be honest. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy. But they, uh, because the bitterness about, about uh, Fox News. Number five is Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski and Willie Geist. Nobody gonna, he walks down the street, nobody ever looks up. No problem. Uh, Joe Scarborough and Mika, they have uh, viewership. Uh, lower than the Cartoon Network. That's actually true. But the people in the media watch it because it's a great big circle fest of people with low IQs who are wrong about everything and don't follow the news. So that's why, and Mika, honestly, I have a doorstop at home that's uh, smarter than her. I installed it myself. It's a nice doorstop. Number four is Tucker Carlson. Number four, most influential. Number five, Joe and Mika. And that other guy. Number four is Tucker Carlson. That's uh, at least rooted in reality for sure. Number three, Chris Licht. Chris Licht. Licht who? Well, I think Don Lemon most recently. He's the president of CNN. And they have Chris Licht and David Slazov. That's two people. You can't have. And it's two people. And the Democrats all need two people to amount to one. Right? And that's. uh, He's the president of CNN. He's firing people but all the wrong ones. Number two is Elon Musk, most influential in media. That's actually uh, perfectly rational. And then number one is Suzanne Scott. Suzanne Scott, wow. Rarely have we put someone at the top of the list who isn't a media star 
known to most of the country. You know, news media people aren't stars. They're supposed to be reporters. But she is the, uh, <clears throat> Suzanne Scott, the CEO of Fox News, is the most influential influential person in all of media, in all of media. Suzanne Scott, a very nice-looking woman. There's a picture of her right here, with the uh, and she's the CEO of Fox News. See, they're so resentful of Fox News in the left-wing media because they get ratings, and uh, they tell the truth, and they report the news that the left covers up. Like the Washington Post news slogan about a year ago, we don't cover the news, we uncover it. Like 7-Up was the uncola, they're the unnews. But Tucker Carlson is right, Elon Musk is right, and uh, Suzanne Scott is right. So three of the top five are right. Chris Licht at CNN, who are you kidding? The, the media people are trying to get a job because they're firing all of their uh, you know, uh, contributors. So the people at media are trying to be hired as contributors by, by licking licked. That'd be the name of their movie, Licking Licked. Uh, let's get back to the Demi- – well, that was mostly Democrats there, too. Um, these people are crazy. And stripping the name of uh, Dr. Ben Carson off of a high school because they're racists and they lynch uh, the best. You know, this is the crab barrel. Familiar crab, you know, the crab that makes its way out of the barrel and the other crabs pull it back down. That's what this is with Dr. Ben Carson. It's envy. It's bitterness. Uh, and it's just loserdom. You know, they're raising generations of losers who are gender dysphoric uh, and uh, sexually confused on purpose. The Democrat Party is doing this very much on purpose. And they love Satan. Could it be Satan? That's right. They love Satan. Uh, also, the New York Times was depressed to announce that Lauren Boebert, comma, far right firebrand, not really, wins re-election after recount. You know, and, and the Democrats are still counting. You know? Turn those machines back on. Unbelievable. All right, so let's go to, because uh, in Virginia, they had a school board meeting. And uh, this is uh, kind of a fascinating story, actually, because the Democrats love Satan at Christmas time or any other time of year. And they have a, uh, they had a school board meeting about the... Uh, about the after-school Satan clubs that the Democrats are standing up around the country. Parents, comma, community members pack Chesapeake, Virginia school board meeting to discuss after-school Satan club. You say it went on for seven hours? Seven hours of video on this. And one of the mothers that uh, came up who's pro-Satan, one of the Satanic Temple people, I've been talking about this because they, they said, oh, we'll drop the whole after-school Satan thing, but I told you that another one would step up and push it, and, and that's what happened. Because Satan deceives, that's what Satan does. Does Here's a uh, pro-Satan mom who's lying to everybody at the school board meeting. Satanic temple does not worship the devil. We are not demons. We do not believe in demons because neither exists. Our beliefs are not evil. Because neither exists. See, they're uh, anti-God. They're pro-Satan. And then, you know, there is a, uh, there is a great old saying, um, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist, right? And nobody knows who really said it, uh, although it uh, may have been Kevin Spacey in The Usual Suspects. Well, he did say The greatest it. trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. 
But it was actually probably the French writer Charles Baudelaire, Baudelaire, who said something very similar. You see, because Satan is all about deception. And if you believe in God and Jesus Christ, and I do, then you must also believe in Satan. It's part of the package. And the, uh, what Satan is all about is deception. And so here's the woman, not identified in the video, saying, Oh, Satan doesn't exist. <laughs> and then she uh, ate a small child, tearing it limb from limb. God is dead! Hail Satan! Satan lives! The year is one! And then uh, there was a uh, mom, a mother who appeared at the school board meeting, who is not pro-Satan like the Democratic Party is at Christmas time. Freedom of religion is necessary. Different opinions are necessary. Debates are necessary. But I don't need to study law to recognize malevolent forces when they come knocking at my door. Malevolent forces come knocking at my door. But the, uh, the Democrats, they're pushing the after-school Satan club. And then the Satan, the Satanic Temple shows up and says, Satan doesn't exist. Uh, demons don't exist. Um, see, um, you know, uh, the usual suspects. And then uh, one of the mothers who was there, Aspen Nolette, was at the school board meeting, was on Fox today. It seems the board will not vote on this. Um, and once again, leave it to Jared Cotton, our superintendent, um, to make that final call. Um, our goal as a community, and and, and really what Chesapeake Parents for Freedom uh, uh, hope to expose when it comes to the ASSC, was their true intentions, which is really to target and shut down the good news clubs in our schools. They only go to schools that have um, evangelical clubs in them, Christian clubs in them, um, mm -hmm. with the intent to cause community uproar and uh, get the, all the clubs shut down, including themselves. They could care less if they get shut down. That is their goal. Shut down all the clubs. They pack up. They leave town. That's uh, the thing they're going around. They're anti-Christian, uh, and they call themselves the Satanic Temple. Then they show up and they lie to your face because that's part of the package. And uh, here is uh, the nice mother, Aspen Nolette. We had a woman who lists her occupation as a minister of Satan, uh, satanic ministry, mm -hmm. who allegedly flew in from Colorado, um, actually be thrown out of the meeting for breaking decorum um, during the board's discussion. So that was pretty interesting. Can you imagine the satanic temple uh, breaking the rules of decorum at a school board meeting in Chesapeake, Virginia? Uh, what next? Uh, also, it was Chesapeake, Virginia, where the Walmart massacre took place a couple of weeks ago. Six people murdered. And the murderer left a note saying he was led by Satan. And that's, uh, you know, just a coincidence that the Satanic Temple showed up at uh, Chesapeake and the schools to, uh, you know, lie and uh, deceive. And, oh, you've got a Christian club there? Well, then we're going to use the Constitution against you. We're going to, the Satanic Temple is going to come in. And if you don't like the satanic temple coming in and, you know, uh, getting your children by the throat, then we're going to force the courts to shut down your Christian clubs because the Democrat Party, transgender, Satan worshiping, um, you know, grooming. What else are they doing, Michael? Well, they're not teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic. The, uh, and also the, uh, the school board is afraid to shut it down. Further review, comma, safety assessment needed for after-school Satan Club in Chesapeake. The school board is afraid to say that it won't be allowed because then they'll be sued by the Satan worshipers, who, uh, some of whom say they're not really Satan worshipers. Um, you know, uh, every now and then an election day comes around. You, you should know what's really on the ballot. 
You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Now, wait, among the most fashionable people in the New York Times list, they included the spotted lantern fly. They, they really have lost their minds. I mean, that's an insect. Am I, am I? It's a pretty insect. Most fashionable is the, well, uh, you know, maybe looks better than John Fetterman, who's at the top of the list. They also named Katanji Brown Jackson. I love that black robe she wears every day. That's very fashionable. She still doesn't know what a woman is, right? Low IQ theater. They named Eric Adams the mayor of New York City. Um, this is really amazing stuff. Um, Fetterman, Ayanna Presley, Katanji Brown Jackson, who wears the same black robe every day. Eric Adams, who's a man who wears a business suit. And uh, the spotted lantern fly, because there's a lot of mental illness going on out there. Also, I want to share with you. Send us a, uh, we're going we're gonna to try a new thing tomorrow, the Wednesday mailbag. And you tweet, you can go on right now if you want, you tweet at us uh, questions that you'd like me to answer tomorrow, because tomorrow's Wednesday, and it's the Wednesday mailbag, for crying out loud. And so, a uh, new segment, you tweet questions, and I will answer at least uh, some of the questions um, that, uh, that we get from you. And I think it's a fun idea. I think, Kevin, could you, Kevin come up with that? Kevin came up with that, so we're gonna we're gonna do that now, and I think that's a that's a fine idea. I've uh, I've practically run out of time once again, haven't I? Because I've only uh, let's go to Scott calling from Nebraska. Scott, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, Chris, yes. you're the best. I'm a trucker. You lighten my day every day, and I just wanted to throw something out there since Fetterman is the most fashionable. Yeah. You know, maybe we should send him for Christmas one of those T-shirts that have, a, like, an imprinted suit vest and a bow tie. Hey, a tuxedo, a tuxedo T-shirt for uh, John Fetterman. Well, you know, practically anything you send him would be better. The, the news media did 50 stories on him because he wore a suit one day. I said, oh, look, he can wear men's clothes. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. 